Welcome back to the Fit Minute podcast, where we talk about fitness for real people. I am your host, Gabby Mazar, and on today's episode, my guest is Al Loveland of the 168 Podcast and 21 Day Consulting. We'll be discussing all about work-life balance, how to take care of yourself the best you can while still taking care of your family, your health, your job, and just all around life. There are only 168 hours in the week, so How do you maximize your time to still have a job and work full time, to eat healthy, to work out, to take care of your kids, to go to the park, to go on vacations, to do anything that you want to do? Welcome to the Fit Minute Podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Mazar. I'm here today with Al Loveland of 21 Day Consulting and the 168 Podcast. Welcome, Al. Thanks for having me. Well, we're glad to have you today. Today, we'll be talking about time maximization, how we use it in our businesses, how we use it in our lives, and how we use it to stay healthy and fit in the real world. So, Al, my first question for you is, what is 168 Management? 168 management uh, is that people have their careers to pursue or their business to run. They have their families to raise, communities to serve, all while maintaining their emotional, spiritual, and physical health. In the modern world, we are busy. We try to get so much done. And there are people who run businesses. There are people that have children. And we try to, to do everything. In a lot of cases, we try to do a lot and end up doing a lot not well and we run ourselves into the ground. So I've created 168 Management to help people try to maximize their time to get all those things in life that they want done, done. And the second part of that is is that everybody says you have to to, to do time management. Well, what I found with time management was it was about as exciting as watching paint dry or grass grow. So when I go back and I said, would you want to manage your time? And people look at me like like they would a root canal or something like that. So. I go back and I say, well, well, would you want to maximize your time? And I get that answer is yes, I would want to do that. So that's what I like to talk about is maximizing your time and, and in those four components of your professional life, your personal life, your family life, your community, and also your health. And a lot of times with this 168, with the time, the hours you have in a week, the first thing to go is what? Your working health, out. working out. Well, yeah. yourself. Like in a lot of cases, um, I, was t- I was chatting to the mom the other day and she goes, you know, my kids always come first. And I said, no, it's it's really the rule, of, um, like on the airplane, when I say you first got to take care of yourself before you can take care of other people. Right. And people do it the opposite. They take care of everybody else and not take care of themselves. And so 168 management, one of the, th- the important things is making sure you're taking care of yourself. And that's why I have wellness as its own separate focus, sleep, exercise, diet making sure that you allocate the time and get the proper um, and get the proper help and motivation to help you achieve those goals because if you don't have it your body's going to crash and then bad things really happen and then you can't take care of your family and your kids yes um, so the component on emotional fit, physical and spiritual health why is it important to make that a priority other than what you just said obviously you know you want to be able to take care of your family but what other reasons, you know, do you feel that it's important? One of the big things is that what everybody's favorite saying is that life is not a sprint, it's a marathon. You have to keep yourself focused and you have to keep yourself growing. 
and the, the vehicle for you to do this is your body. Um, and if your body breaks down, you can't do the things that you need to do. And from a, from a human standpoint is we have our bodies that have to be physically well run. So we have to eat right, we have to sleep right, we have to exercise. We have our emotional component where we have to um, do things that really fill our cup and make us happy. And there's that spiritual component where um, you know, the, the areas of faith um, are so important to people to keep themselves in tune with themselves and also the universe, whatever you believe. But it's important for balance because if you're not balanced and things get out of balance, that's when trouble begins to appear. And then two, um, where people have the struggles with you know, being ill and self-esteem because in a lot of cases, if you're not looking your best, you're not feeling your best, and we want to, to look and feel our best at all times. Right. And for some reason in our society, we have this idea in our head that we put off staying healthy, and then later in life, we get sick. Instead of doing the reverse, where if you stay healthy now, you prevent illness and sickness and you know, cancers, heart disease later in life where you're spending a bunch of money. But we don't want to spend the money right now to take care of ourselves but we end up spending it later in life in healthcare costs in, you know, just time as well. Because if you're sick or if you're in the hospital, you're taking time away from your family, you're taking time away from work, you're spending tons and tons of money rather than spending a small amount of money now to prevent all of those things. Yep. One of my favorite sayings from one of my favorite um, people says it's, prevention not intervention that you want to do the things that you prevent those things in the future and the second thing is it really keeps you running well and you know the time that you get um like the one thing about this podcast you listening to it right now you'll never get back so hopefully it'll be a good <laughs> use of your time hopefully you enjoy yeah, it and hopefully but time is a non-refundable resource and if you are constantly feeling your best you're able to maximize your life maximize your time maximize each day and part of that is really being healthy and that's why you need to really take the focus about having a strategy about staying healthy but it has to fit into your entire life strategy mm -hmm. i've been trying to focus a lot lately on really pounding the idea of lifestyle to clients or just in conversation because we don't tend to think of weight loss or health as a lifestyle thing. We tend to think of it in these six-week increments or these 21 days or I'm going to go on this diet and do this for this short period of time. But what we're not taking into account is that it's not maximizing our time because we're doing something for a short period of time and we're not making this part of our everyday routine. Um, we're making it more of just a quick fix when really your health and exercise is not even a quick fix at all. It's never going to be a quick fix. It's something you need to maintain for the rest of your life. Um, so Al, how do you, um, just with your business and with your consulting, how do you help people to maximize their time and fit in um, exercise or health or just have a well-rounded, happy, healthy life? That's a great question because what I like to do is I call it the life equation, is that you have your, your personal life, your family life, your work life, um, and your rest and wellness. And you have to add those four components together to equal 168, which is the amount of hours there are in the week again. 
and I like to say that that's on average over the course of about 13 weeks over a quarter. And so it be begins to average out after a while. And what you then do is you sit down and you allocate your time toward the areas of life where that add the most value. And so you go back and the question that I ask small businesses and nonprofits is first of all, is how much time do you want people to work? Is it gonna be 40 hours a week? I was at a, I was at an offsite planning and someone said, well, I think that person, the executive director should work 40 hours. And someone said, no, I think they should work, I work 80 hours a week or I work 60 hours a week. Well, if you take that number and you subtract it out, then um, that leaves less time for those other categories. And I go back and I tell people that you have your spouse and your children for a reason, and that's to spend time with them. And I don't know if you've talked to, I've had a lot of people where a lot of people miss their kids growing up, mm -hmm. you know? Um, they miss out on their spouse, they miss out on the family life, they miss out on the things that doing it in their extended family, birthday parties, because they're working, they're working, they're working. And then when you're not doing those things and you're rushing around because how many people do you know that get up at um, five o'clock in the morning, go to work, work all day, then go home and run their kids around at nine o'clock at night, mm -hmm. stop at Taco Bell on the way home, s uh, you know, eat that stuff. I was gonna say snarf it down, whatever that meant. <laughs> but um, you, you go back and yeah, scarf it down. Yeah, that's scarf, scarf it down. Yeah, scarf it down. Yeah, they scarf down Taco Bell and <laughs> and then they, uh, they, they get in bed and they do it again. And after a while, it, like um, one thing I've heard you say that I think is brilliant is the weight that you put on, you didn't put on overnight. Oh, right. You know, those Taco Bell th things, it, it starts with that lifestyle. And what I like to do is to say, what are your priorities? And th the, thing with, um, the thing with business owners is, is that um, they have to understand what that business component is. And also when you're at work is going back to your boss and saying, what is expected of me? Because I have these other things to do. Right. Um, and then the other thing is really understanding, because all time's not equal. And I go back and I have people understand, are you a morning person or an, a night person? Some people work well in the midnight, other people work before the crack of dawn. Um, and it's finding out when that time is um, a, of most value to you. Because sometimes where you say to, to, to significant others and people that you love in your life and say, well, um, after I do all those things that I get home from nine o'clock to 10 o'clock, I'm gonna spend that last hour when I'm most tired and cranky with you. <laughs> and um, that doesn't work out too well. And right, so I don't really wanna be with a cranky person. No, you don't want no. to. And so, and then people begin to feel neglected and then other pro problems begin to happen and right. drama happens. And so- Because those relationships that you have affects your everyday life as well. It's things yep. that you do consistently that either whether good or bad, those things that you do consistently are the things that affect your life, affect your lifestyle, affect your health. And Absolutely. Yeah. And the, the big thing is that is when you have that part of wellness. And again, I break that wellness into those different things about one is making sure you get the proper amount of sleep and good sleep. Because if you're not sleeping well, that is your energy reserve during the course of the day. And one of the things that I've that I've read is that your prefrontal cortex that really holds all that information for you to be able to focus and do things and do things well, that's that reservoir that um, has to be re-restored every night with a good amount of sleep. And sometimes people get cranky. And that's another thing too with diet is, is that when that wears down at night, you go back to your basic instincts. And my basic instincts when I get tired a lot is McDonald's Ugh. or uh, Taco Bell or KFC, rather than going back and preparing you know, a good meal 
but it's really getting that proper amount of sleep. And then the second thing is really the preparation of what you're going to eat and when you're going to eat. And one thing that I know that you've talked a lot about is meal preparation and having that prepared. And that comes back to, to, to 168 management is knowing when you're going to eat. And if you're really busy, instead of going to Taco Bell, is having that prepared meal where you just go back, dump it on a, on a plate, put it in a microwave, and boom, you're able to eat it, and you're eating healthy. And what's funny about actually meal prepping is that it's, it's extremely intimidating to people because they think it takes so much time to meal prep, but really, in reality, it's saving you time because, okay, even if you spend two to three hours meal prepping and package everything up over the course of the week you already have that food ready for you and it's healthy food it's something you just have to heat up pop in the microwave or throw in a pot or whatever but it's saving you time even though you're spending that few hours preparing it absolutely and that's one thing that's so fast when you get home because i do it i go back and i i i um i always cook more and then i have my uh my, my leftovers and you know like you might not want to be eating your uh, leftovers every day, but it's a lot better than fast food for you, believe me. Right. And then, um, and, and then finally is when are you going to work out and when are you going to get your exercise? And, you know, the one thing is really understanding when it's best for you to work out in the morning, at lunch, in the afternoon. And then second of all, like the one thing, the one great thing that you preach are those 30-minute workouts, those compact workouts where you get those – those workouts in and um, you're able to get the things done get your heart rate up um, work your muscles out and the other thing that uh, is really important for those of us that are getting older is stretching um, and making sure your muscles are because I can say another as a, thing that we neglect yeah, <laughs> yeah I can say as a man is because when you're um, you know when you're younger the only thing you want to work out is your upper body <laughs> and then you discover that you that, that there's a, lo- a lower body to work out and then you say, well, I, I guess I got to do some cardiovascular work. And then stretching comes later on in life when your muscles begin to kind of, um, you know, not work like they used to. So it, it's so important that, to really understand that. And then from a 168 management standpoint, it's that prioritization is, is that my health is one of my major priorities along with my occupation and my family. And it's how you weave that together. But, but they all have to work together as kind of understanding um, – what your expectations are in all three areas. Well, even as a personal trainer and a stretch therapist and a Pilates teacher, I work with you on my time and my business. And there have been times when I myself don't fit exercise in. And you can tell what happens. You can see the difference in me when I'm not taking care of myself. But we work together on how I can maximize my time to still get those things in because you know as well as I know that it is important Mm -hmm. to get those things in. Um, Tell me how some of the things that we worked on for my business and and my time maximization for what I do. It's really like what I found is, I call it PERI, is plan, execute, review, and improve, is that you first have to have your plan about what you want to do then you go do it. And one of the beautiful things about having a coach or a personal trainer is is when you go back and you review results. Because what happens is, and I always hear you bad mouth on 21 days, and that's like <laughs> the name of my company. I was like, well, you better not bad mouth my company and stuff. <laughs> not no. But, uh, but 21 days is a power it takes to form a habit. And a lot of times what where the breakdown occurs is is that people get discouraged. 
they don't yes, they step on the scale so. and they say I've, I haven't lost a pound this stinks I'm eating these terrible leftovers I'm sweating um, I'm not getting to watch my TV shows my NCIS reruns for the 52nd time <laughs> and so uh, but you've even we've had this conversation too just in my business when I started working with you you know that 21 days is not going to create results Right. It creates a habit. Yes. And I would get frustrated mm -hmm. and, you know, things aren't going the way I want them to. I'm not, you know, seeing the results of whatever we're doing at the time. And what do you tell me? <laughs> yep. And the, and the second part of that is, is that when you're, um, it, is when you're working is, is that you really go back and you diagnose what the issue is. And, and then you go back and you create your plan. And then you implement the plan. And then you have to maintain the plan. And I right. think what you're talking about is that maintenance. Right. And that's where you really need somebody to be able to come in and be like, okay, um, like what the Perry is, is that there are three components that I always work with business owners with. And I think you should probably work on this in your life as well. And I think f for those that have children out there know, like I always like to say is for somebody cleaning their room for the first time, right? Because you got to have the availability is how much time are you going to spend on this? And then, you know, what is the speed that you're going to do and then the quality that you go out and do it. And so you go back and you really kind of say is that this is what a clean room looks like and this is how long it should take because how many of us have sat back and spent a whole afternoon cleaning our room, right? So I have never sat down and thought how long it was going to take me to clean my room. <laughs> but like one of the big things with that, he said, well, why would you want to do that? And one of the key things is back to 168 management is, is that um, when you don't think about how long something's going to take, is that you then end up getting so much stuff that you get more than 168 hours worth of work. And what happens then, it's kind of like Lucy in the conveyor belt with the chocolates. Right. All the things start going past they you. start and, piling and you up. you can't get any things done. And so one of the things that, some of the techniques I, that I use in time maximization is pruning your tree. What things do you have in your schedule that aren't working? And going back and questioning it and saying, okay, you're, you're investing your time in this. What is it getting for you? I don't know, Al. What is it getting for me? <laughs> well, let's yeah. go back and let's look at it. And then the, the second part of that is, is like with working out and, and with businesses, when do these seeds that we plant, when are they going to bear fruit? Right. Because again, from that discouragement is, is that I know when I uh, was on a fitness plan and I lost 35 pounds, it was a pound or two a week. And I can remember the, the discouragement, but then after a while, the discouragement turns into um, jet fuel you know, for you. And then when you start seeing those results, it starts to build confidence and you start feeling good about yourself. And then you're able to tackle different things. And so it's really kind of pruning out those things that aren't adding value. And then once those things start to work, then you start getting more confidence and things begin to flow. Right. Well, I do know, you know, for business and for health and, and life, it's those seeds that you plant that you expect immediate results on. I, and I see it a lot in, in my business because, and I'm sure you do too, and I've, I've even said it to you, but you expect there to be this immediate return on your investment. Well, your health is not going to get you an immediate return. And you have said to me a dozen times, you know, what do you tell your clients when they're not seeing results? What do you tell them? Just keep going, stay consistent, stay the course and you will see these results. Whether there's so something as small as gaining a pound of muscle or losing a percent of body fat or just changing a small habit like meal prepping mm -hmm. or not going out to eat every day. 
Um, One of the key things with that is is that, um, that like in business and in life, is is sometimes like the, the difference between successful people and unsuccessful people isn't that that successful people don't make big mistakes, it's that they see them faster and change them quicker. And a lot of times when you're out working out is it's, you know, what what kind of technique are you using? Um, one of my favorite stories of all time, there was a lady, there were two ladies that would come into the my apartment gym and they would get on the elliptical machine and I'd be mad because I wanted to get on it, but they'd be on there talking to each other, but they weren't working out. <laughs> they were just, their legs, are, they were working out, their legs were barely moving, they were talking, and so they got their workout in, but it wasn't that effective. Right. And so sometimes, um, you know, when you go into a gym, and it's back to that availability, productivity, and quality. Um, I used to call this guy, I used to call him the rocker. Um, he, he would go in and he would put 45-pound dumbbells on a curling machine, and he would go back and he would rock back and forth. He wasn't working his biceps right, out, right, right. <laughs> but he was rocking back. He probably was hurting his back more than he was working anything else. But the girls saw that he was lifting these big things. and But, like, it's the quality. And, and when you go in, and the, the impact that you have with your 30-minute workouts and what's so great to have a personal trainer is, is that they're able to show you the right way of going about things. The right because, way to do it. The because right some people way. get discouraged because you're doing it the wrong way. You're going in and you're playing around, and you're like, gee, I'm not doing things. I'm not working out hard. I'm not doing the, the, the things right, and I'm not, so th- thus I'm not getting results. Mm-hmm. And so one of the key things is to really work with your personal trainer to understand that the time you're doing it is adding value because if you don't have the right quality with it. So think about working out, you know, availability, productivity, and quality. Am I going to the gym? Yes or no? Second of all is once I get to the gym, am I executing them the way that I should? Am I doing everything right or n- yeah. not right? And then finally is, is that um, – Am I doing things at the right speed and the right way? So am I, you know, doing short sets of big weights or or high sets of lower weights? And what does that do for my body? If you don't really understand those things and you don't understand those components, you're not going to get the Or mac- even what your goal is. Absolutely. And that's what's so important with, you know, kind of going back and have a strategy and understanding what you want to do is, is that's why w- when you go back to that 168 management – and you were saying about about what we're doing is, I'm working out. Okay, I want to work out to get healthy. And if I go into the gym and I do things wrong and I don't get healthy, then what do people say? I tried to work out, but it didn't work. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it's like, and that's where you really need to kind of understand, you know, back to those things about plan, execute, review, and improve, but know what you want to, what you want, what you're working toward, and how that's going to actually help you um, achieve those goals. With wellness right I know I've had clients in the past that have they did work out I go to the gym for an hour an hour and a half every few days you know what is 30 minutes gonna do for me and I tell them just to, I've had them come in and within the first I don't know seven ten minutes of a workout with barely doing anything you know extreme they're dizzy and feel like they're gonna throw up and I don't I don't try to do that to my clients. That is not my goal. I know that there are trainers out there that want to just work you so hard that you're out front puking. And that is not, I don't love that. I want people to come back. I want you to enjoy exercise. But in saying that, what I'm, what I'm trying to get at is that you think that you're doing things effectively, but when you go to the gym for an hour, an hour and a half, you're doing one set of heavy weights 
then you're waiting a minute and a half, two minutes, three minutes in between. You go to a different machine. You do another set of something. But you're not really getting the most of your time. You're wasting an hour and a half in the gym when you can really come in, hit it hard in 30 minutes, get out of there, go home, make dinner for your wife and kids, and then call it a day. So maximizing your time is really important, not just with your health, but you know, with meal prepping, that's something, you know, you make a crock pot meal. And so you've gone to the gym, you've got a crock pot meal, you come home, food's already done. Now you've just cut out two hours of time that you have time to do other things like spend with your kids. Absolutely. Because how many times have you heard people say, I can't do all of this. It's too hard. Or I've tried before and I haven't gotten it done. And you're so right because it's like, you know, it's back to the quality part of that third component is getting the right people to be able to help you out. Because, again, as you said, I, I know before was, you know, it would be gabbing at the gym, you know, you know going <laughs> yeah. back and talking to somebody, flirting, you know, going around doing stuff. You're not working out. You're there to k- kind of socialize. You go in the sauna. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but but you're going around doing that stuff, and you're like, wait, what, uh, why isn't this working out? Because you're not doing it right. And that's where you need to kind of have that strategy and the person to be able to help you. And once you're able to do that, then you're able to maximize your time. Because it's because I think about what we just said there. Meal planning. Um, great 30-minute workouts. Um, and then – if you do it three or four times a week, that is about three hours. The 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 the, the, the four times th- thirty, plus like the hour of meal prep. And so, within three hours of your week, you're now executing that strategy right. to be healthy. Right. Where before it might be goofing around for an hour and a half at the you know that's your three hours where you did that four times. That's six and a half, seven hours. Right. So you've cut your time back, maximized it, and your and you've increased your uh, health and looks a great deal, so you you become more confident, more efficient, so thus you're maximizing your time. Absolutely, and you are my coach for my business, and I have definitely learned to maximize my time because we're creatures of habit, and something that we do every single day, you know, when I would track my time, it's I wake up, I brush my teeth, I shower, I feed the dogs, that's my getting ready time, I go work out, I'm at the gym working with clients, I'm doing this, I'm driving, I'm doing that. And then you're seeing all the things that you're really spending your time doing. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of eye-opening because the things that I don't think are actually work or things that I don't think are actually beneficial, sometimes you find that they are and sometimes you find that they aren't. Because you're right, With there's only so many hours in a day, only so many hours in a week. And really you wanna get the right amount of sleep, the right amount of exercise, and the right amount of work even. I mean, if you want to work 60 hours a week, you have to understand that there are other things that what do you have to give up to work that extra time or what do you have to add in to work less time? Yeah, two things that you that, that you made me think of there that I call the three R's. Review, reflect, remember. Um, you review what you did. You reflect on it to see if it's where you want to be going with your life. And then you remember some things that may have popped in your mind um, whenever you do stuff. And that's one of the key things about what you said about tracking time. A lot of people don't like to track time. They're saying, I'm too busy to track time. <laughs> it's it's uh, not my favorite it's thing. A, but it's not a favorite thing to do. But rather than tracking time, I call it the three R's. Because when you sit down, you, you go back and you think about that thing. Because if, if you think about all the things that you do during the course of the day, there's so much that happens. It's in your brain, but it gets pushed to the back. And so when you go back and you say, I was, I listened to this podcast, and I remember that one thing that I want to go back and I want to put into my daily life, but then other things happen in between. But if you don't go back and review it, 
you forget it. Right. And so that's a part about remembering those things and then reviewing it and seeing, it, you know, it, if you're on your same path. One of the great things that I read is that y you can really con control two things is your next two steps and your destination where you're going toward. So whenever you sit down and you do that and you, you know, you track your time is that you're going back and thinking about what direction you're going and are things really being effective. And the one thing that you said before is that sometimes things are effective and some things aren't. And then sometimes you go back and you're like, why am I spending all that time watching that NCIS episode for the 72nd time? <laughs> you know, I might be tired. It might be things. Um, and then the second part of that is, is that I like to have people work into their 168 management is, is that rest is doing something. Yes. Is that one thing is that, you know, you can't run yourself ragged for weeks on weeks on weeks without having your body break down. And one of the key things is really working in that time for a little bit of leisure, time to kind of relax your brain, time to go back and get some of that, um, you know, the intellectual pastries of watching some things that make you laugh that you can't be serious all the time. But it's really going in and making sure that you're reflecting on everything you do, did, but, but then also going back and looking to say, where am I spending my time? But then also, where am I not spending my time? And am I spending the time where... Um, with people that are people and things that are meaningful to me and that's really what makes you happy in life well thank you so much al this has been great i i think it's wonderful to sit here and talk about you know maximizing your time you need to have fun you need to have rest you obviously have to work and take care of your health those are all things that you have to fit into your life equation to really fill your cup so i really appreciate you coming on here and talking about maximizing time and helping me in my daily life as well. So thank you all for listening. Um, I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit Minute Podcast, Fitness for Real People, with me, your host, Gabby Mazar. If you would like any more information on what we talked about today, you can find it in the show notes, or you can find it on my website, www.healthybodyworksaz.com. Please leave us a review if you like what you hear, or subscribe to our channel on iTunes or whatever platform you listen to. Join us next week to hear more stories about people just like you.